Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. Another year of CES has come and gone. Seems like the past few years have left me underwhelmed. But if there was something for me to get excited about, it was the news and the extra buzz regarding the AR and VR headsets. Now, I don't have a virtual reality or augmented reality headset, and I don't know if I ever will. But it seems like with each new generation of devices, there are some features or games that make them more enticing than the generation before. Here are some things I would consider looking into as we get closer to these release dates. HTC Vive XR Elite. The HTC has a modular design for their all-in-one module. HTC certainly isn't new in the VR department. The $1,100 price tag makes it a more affordable option than its previous releases. Will this be more popular than the MetaQuest Pro? Only time will tell. The 1920 by 1920 pixels per eye, the 110 degrees field of view, uh, the 90 hertz refresh rate, uh, Qualcomm Snapdragon XR2 processor, all help it to be a formidable opponent in the latest generation of virtual reality lineups. Speaking of the MetaQuest, Razer has recently announced that they'll be creating accessories to the MetaQuest 2. Razer is popular for their keyboards, gaming mice, and other accessories, as we all know. And I figured it was only a matter of time before they'd start to dip their toes into the VR pool. Sony PlayStation Virtual Reality 2 PSVR 2 is launching February 22nd. Not too far away. Early reports for the device were that it wouldn't be backwards compatible with the original PSVR games. Backwards compatibility, or the lack thereof, is something that really annoys me in the gaming industry. But it was announced that developers are starting to promise free PSVR 2 support for their games after all. This is a big deal, as it doesn't make your old previous library obsolete. You can pre-order yours right now for $549.99 on PlayStation Direct. It comes with the VR headset, the VR2 Sense controller, uh, a code for Horizon Call of Duty, or Call of Duty, a code for Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, Sorry about that. It includes uh, USB charge cable, stereo headphones, and three pairs of earpieces. Pretty awesome, and is possibly what I would be most interested in, hooking it up to the old PS5. From the days of Google Glass and Microsoft HoloLens hype, I've always been pretty intrigued about augmented reality. It seems like the best way to experience this blend of virtual and actual reality today is through our phone cameras and screens. Nevertheless, there's some possible future uh, products being made. TCL shared a soon-to-be-available NXTWear S glasses. Uh, It's basically like a heads-up display for your portable devices. Um, The TCL Ray Neo X2 uh, is another opportunity to have a device for a full AR experience. And it's getting closer to look like a regular pair of glasses. 
there was also an unveiling by Loomis where they showed an optical engine that shrinks its waveguide technology into a size that is so small it could be concealed in just the edge of a regular pair of eyeglasses. So if you wanted to wear something where you had the augmented reality, the heads-up display, but not look like a goof having huge things hanging off your glasses, maybe eventually it would be something like that where it would just look like a regular, it would fit on your glasses or your sunglasses. Uh, finally, in a device that I don't know how successful it'll be, but it was announced at, at CES 2023, uh, the Holoride. So basically, Holoride uh, has an in-car VR device. I'm not sure how great that it would be. Uh, you know, motion sickness could be an issue. People having their eyes uh, closed and that or covered while riding in a car could cause some problems. I also think it could be quite distracting for a driver who's trying to get you safely from point A to point B. But who knows? I don't know enough about it and haven't seen enough of the information. But it's something to keep an eye out for of, you know, how well and how, how well it could be accepted and how successful it would be. And there we have it. What are your thoughts on virtual reality and augmented reality? I think what would really help it take off even more was if there was a standard service to deliver the content and if all devices could run those applications. They're all pricey enough to where you can't really justify having more than one device, but you also can't necessarily rationalize only having one when not all of the apps or the games you want are available for that one device that you might have. It does seem that more resources from tech companies are being invested into this technology and newer generations have been made uh, to the point where I do see some stability being established in the virtual and augmented reality industry. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, CodePeterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.